The Gotham to Tokyo Podcast. Presented by the Super Records. Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining the Gotham 2 Tokyo Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Tony. And today, we got more of that shit that you love. Music, interviews, and of course, music. Today, I sit down with a former member of one of Tokyo's biggest names to come out of the past decade. And member of a new and upcoming rock band here in Tokyo. And of course, more music that you love. So without further ado, let's get into it. Bands of Tokyo.
Gotham to Tokyo. Keep it going. Let's go. Next song. That was your Bands of Tokyo music block with Frederica with Omai Nanka Dare Mo Mite Nai, Dai E Spray with Shame on You, and Slugger with Greed. All these bands you can find listed in the description below. Up next, we have a song from this week's guest the band The Number Zero with My Demons Have Demons.
the number zero with my demons have demons that is featuring this week's guest inger gusserman former vocalist for salty dog and current vocalist for the number zero in this interview we talk about everything from life in japan to music and everything in between enjoy Inger, thank you so much for joining here today. Could you just take a second to introduce yourself to everybody? Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> surprisingly not prepared for that role. Uh, so my name is Inger and uh, I'm Norwegian and I live in Japan. And I've been living here for a long time and uh, I am now in a band called The Number Zero. How long have you been in Japan? Uh, <laughs> really long time. It- people ask us like i don't want to say like specific yeah, yeah. say like a hundred years because it feels like hundred years. <laughs> basically yeah so what what were you doing when you first came here to japan uh i came here as an exchange student the first time oh. so in university studying japanese mm. was it in tokyo uh so it was in chiba we were told oh. it was close to tokyo but it was not close to tokyo at all <laughs> So what yeah. do you do now mostly here in Japan? Like what type of job or what are you doing? Um, well, I do work, like I work at a hotel and I also teach English basically. Uh, but like what I do do is generally the band and I yeah. do like art 
painting, drawing. Oh, wow, okay. So can you tell me about your band's style of music? The number zero, what is your, what, what are you? Uh, yeah, so uh, the number zero is um, like two, three years old now, I think. Maybe three years old this, this year. No, yeah, this Halloween, I guess. What? Wow. Okay, three years, about. <laughs> yeah, um, before that, I was in a band called Salty Dog uh, for a really long time. Um, but I, when I finally like decided to quit that band, mm. um, the guitarist in my band now, Taira, he, like, we've been friends for a long time. Uh, we met in like the Tokyo band scene because he used to be in a band called Conception Complex. And um, him and his friend, who is now like our DJ, backing vocal type, okay, um, they wanted to like do something together. And then they heard that I was quitting my band, so they asked, you know, if I wanted to do some together. Yeah, and it wasn't supposed to be serious at all at first. <laughs> it was supposed to be like very much just like hobby because we're all really busy. For some reason, we just got kind of serious about it. <laughs> so yeah, that's generally the story, like how it happened. Yeah, um, we just like we wanted to do something that was fun, basically, because we both have, I don't know, not that great an experience. <laughs> um, as for like type of music, is like I always want to do like heavier music because that's kind of my thing like I like a lot of pop as well but like what I feel is like my thing is more like the heavier stuff so yeah so I was like kind of yeah sure like we'll I'll I'll like make a band with you guys but like no j-pop please <laughs> like as long as it's going to be like a little heavier you know but we don't we don't like um we don't Try, try not to like think genre too much because it makes stuff harder, basically. It just like, kind of, you know, makes it the, the area that you can, like the things that you can do, it makes, makes you know, less of a playground. Right. Yeah. So could you tell me about some of your personal influences? Um, yeah. <laughs> so like people always ask that, like, so weird. I was actually asked that like in an interview yesterday and it's so <laughs> like for me i don't necessarily think about influences when i mm -hmm. do music like they're really there mm -hmm. i just like you know they're just like in me like i i, I do mm -hmm. what i like but i think like definitely like linkin park oh, is okay. pretty big um it was like generally what made me actually like heavier music when i was younger like my yeah, my introduction kind of mm. and like lyric wise uh, really really it's not similar at all but I'm very like influenced by System of a Down because mm -hmm. I kind of like those like kind of surreal lyrics that like definitely mean something but uh, possibly like the person listening doesn't necessarily mean, know exactly what I mean and then they can kind of put their own meaning into it right 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 that's often what I think mm -hmm. about. Yeah, that's like probably my. I don't know <laughs> the ones that I that I'm. I'm sure a lot more, but right, yeah, of course. 
yeah and it's also like um because we talked about yesterday are like mm. musical influences turns out like like Tyra and Kay who are the like main members uh, of, mm -hmm. and they're both also like it, were very influenced by Linkin Park actually right and uh, then the two older members the drummer and the bass player they were both, like very uh ex Japan <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's like a, it's a bit different, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, could you tell me a little bit about what the number zero has done up until now? <laughs> like, what you guys have done as a band up to this point? I'm not sure how long you've been together, but. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we just we just started making songs right from the beginning, and um, then it took us like a really long time to actually record something because we're very just like going by vibes right, which right, means right. that <laughs> yeah not a lot gets done mm. a lot of the time um so we did release an ep uh with three songs on it that's called uh plus zero i guess plus zero okay that's recorded by uh Gakun from crystal lake wow it's, like yeah i know him because we're like real friends like i used to play with him with like Soul Japan and stuff with oh, my uh, old band Salty yeah, Dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I used to play with him a lot early. So yeah. Um, yeah, he has like a home studio. Mm. So he did some of, he did like three, those three songs that are on that one. Mm. And then we wanted to make an album for the longest time, but we could just like never get our shit together. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. <laughs> it does like more than you think for some reason uh, but we finally did uh, release a mini album earlier what not earlier this year because it's 2020 <laughs> so last yeah, year yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a mini album album called mm. uh, in a dream in a nightmare okay yeah uh, we yeah recorded and then like one of the reasons why we kind of never get anything done is because we really, really like playing shows. Ah. So, like, we'll just do that <laughs> all the time. <laughs> yeah, so um, we get a little caught up. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you guys usually play uh, shows? So we usually play in Tokyo because, like, that's kind of our base. Mm. But, uh, but we also played in Osaka and Nagoya mm -hmm. and Kyoto. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Before the whole like COVID thing, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we used to go over there a lot. Yeah, of course, it's a little bit harder. Harder. But... Yeah. Of yeah. all the places you've played, which is your favorite place that you've mm -hmm. kind of played in? Which is your favorite? Oh boy! <laughs> wow. With Salty Dog, I went so many different places that like I can't mm. even like really remember. <laughs> but right, right. I think probably. Osaka because like people are like they just get really into it <laughs> <laughs> I, people yeah. they're just like really party people <laughs> yeah, I've, heard, I've heard yeah <laughs> uh, there's also like a really really small town uh, called Sakata mm -hmm. it's like a really super like Inaka type place uh, and there's like but there's still like two live houses in the city and but there's the exact same people going to both of them and oh. the same bands playing and stuff and over there is like first of all like when there's a show when somebody comes over from tokyo like everybody gets super excited and everybody goes <laughs> it's like a huge big thing and the bands are really really nice and all of the staff people are super super nice so it's just mm. yeah it's really really awesome 
great so place. How ha- <laughs> yeah. How have you guys been handling this whole coronavirus situation so far? Because it's been going on for a while. So how have you been handling it as a band? Yeah, like the first um, first month, I guess we were kind of like not sure like what to do. Like when we first had to actually cancel shows and stuff, we were kind of like floating. And then we kind of decided that like now is the time to <laughs> try to do stuff uh, so we've just been like keeping active I mean at first of course like nobody could meet each other but um, yeah you know that like Japan is uh, not taking it all that seriously <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're basically like okay we're gonna we're gonna meet for practice at least and we're gonna try to make some new songs and stuff like that so we did that and uh, we actually like started our YouTube channel and stuff. <laughs> Yeah, um, and we've been doing a lot of online shows. Mm-hmm. Ah, online. Yeah. You mean like online streaming or like what type of online shows do you mean by that? Yeah, a lot of like we've tried all of the different ways of doing it now, just like doing it completely for free or like having people donate if they want to or like having people tickets, you know, like we tried, we've been trying everything out basically. Right. How do you feel about those online streaming shows? How do you? It's um, it's different, and like, I, but I actually like it. Like in the beginning, it was very awkward. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're not playing off of anybody, right? So you have to basically like talk to two people with a camera, <laughs> <laughs> which is very very. It's kind of jarring, but also right. like we I've gotten very used to it and i kind of realized like the good thing about it is that because like sometimes you get a bad audience right so now you don't have to worry about the reaction ah right yeah just imagine it and you can always just imagine that it's awesome it's great you know so in that way it's really good and also when we do like the online shows Mm. i don't get as like hyped up on Uh, uh on adrenaline just like naturally so I'm, I feel like I'm actually able to <laughs> sing more properly yeah, sometimes. <laughs> I understand, yeah. So what, what type of platforms are you guys using for these online shows? How are you playing them? What are you using, I guess? Uh, yeah, on that too, we've been doing like a lot of different things. Uh, we did a YouTube one that's actually like, uh, it's archived so people can go see it whenever. Um, and we've done, I guess, uh, tweet casting, ah, okay. like through Twitter. Yeah. And the other day, we also did like something that's like a thing that a company did. Well, it's like it's their program, I think. Um, so it's like a lot of like individual companies, like right. their ticket services, and then like you pay your ticket and you can like go in the the room <laughs> I'm like yeah. at this yeah. we done a few different ones like that and then we did like a session thing la two weeks ago mm. i think mm-hmm. last week two weeks mm-hmm. ago i'm not sure um that was kind of like um there's this like taiko group that we're really good friends with and they're they had like basically like got their own stuff together right. and streaming it through uh ichinana i guess uh, okay. And um, Periscope? Ah, 
Yeah, I remember Periscope, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know how it works, but <laughs> it's basically their thing. So the problem though, like we learned that uh, the place that they have rented didn't have Wi-Fi. Ah, that's not good. So that's like um, a problem. <laughs> we ended up like in the end, we had to like film the rest of the show and then just like put it up on Twitter. Ah, I see. Yeah. So so during this time of online shows, is there anything that you would say you miss about playing in front of people? I'm sure there's a lot, but is there anything? Yeah, yeah definitely. Of course, it's completely, it's, you know, it'll, it'll never be the same. Like it has its charm, kind of, it's fine. I don't hate it. And like, even if like stuff, I will be able to play like quote unquote real shows again. Uh, we still might do some online stuff as well. Uh, just because, like, you can do stuff with online that you can't do, obviously, live, or this easy to do. But the best thing, obviously, is to, like, actually have people there and, like, have their, like, real energy and, like, just, yeah. And also just, like, meeting people afterwards and stuff also. It's, it's just, like, that's kind of, like, the whole package of, of a concert. Like, hanging out. But we, we actually did do like a, an actual live live show last month. Yeah. And, and we actually like when we said yes to it, we didn't know that it was going to be a real show. Uh, and it was a real show. Yeah, I'll just call it. <laughs> um, no offense to online shows. <laughs> but yeah, it was kind of planned. Uh, I don't know if you know Teonova. Yeah, um, they kind of planned it when it seemed like things were going to get better. And then um, we said yes, thinking that it was an online show. And then like getting a little bit closer, we realized that it wasn't. And we're like, oh, okay, like, are you guys sure you don't want to like change it? But they already they sold a bunch of tickets and stuff, so they didn't want Because like, as an indie, indie band, it's really hard to like deal with, I guess, uh, giving their money back and all of that stuff. So... But it was actually like, it was surprisingly well done. Uh, like people looked like they were able to actually kind of get into it, even though they have to like stand at least hard. And, yeah. Like I always thought like, how is that going to work? But it actually like, it worked surprisingly well. Because <laughs> that's kind of what I was worrying about the most. Like how are like the people who come there, are they really going to have fun if they have to like stand in their but yeah but like that's when I, I remember like finally doing like a normal show after so much time it's like all right yeah this is what it's like <laughs> it's not the same <laughs> so of course up until now we've been talking about your new band the number zero but i think most yeah. people would know you best from salty dog and could you just talk a little bit about your time in salty dog yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's like stuff that I feel like can, uh, that I can talk about and can't go into too much detail. But like, it's Salty Dog also just started out as just like for fun band, right. and then it, you know we did really really well, mm -hmm. and it was really amazing like getting to do all of the stuff that we did. Yeah, yeah, you guys. Did um, but like within the bands. <laughs> Not saying all of the members, yeah. but some of the members um, had like, we all had like different ambitions, right. is the thing. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's like music is very much art to me. 
while uh, for some of them it was like very much a product and the most important thing is to sell which is like understandable because like working in Japan sucks uh, I understand that like you don't want to have a job right uh, like a job job <laughs> um, but uh, I mean if band is gonna be your job that's actually more work anyway it so is, yeah. if it turns into just work then I'd rather just have a job it's kind of thing yeah like I love doing the concerts even though I felt that I couldn't I really felt that I didn't do very well most of the time like I didn't want to listen to the recordings or like watch the or anything because I was like brought down so much like uh-huh. yeah you know like the way the way that Japan works is very much like whip over carrots mm-hmm. like, you basically tell people that they're terrible so that they work harder is like the way that japan works which is not how i was brought up yeah so i'm not used to that and um yeah like it doesn't help like especially for like singers i think we're very fragile <laughs> right yeah for sure like if you don't um if you don't have the self-esteem like, it's very very hard to to do it well like singing at all and also, like, the songs weren't, um, they weren't, like, made for my voice right. at all, um, which is, like, if you listen to the music now, it's really weird for me because um, when I listen to the music videos now, I'm like, wow, I really, did I really sing like that? Because it's crazy. <laughs> and it sounds pretty, like, it sounds cool, but right. you can tell that I'm singing, like, way too hard the entire time. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's just... It's not how it's supposed to, you know, it's not a healthy way of singing or anything. Right, yeah. Uh, so like, I mean, yeah, it was it was really fun for a while. And then it started being more and more that I didn't get any creative freedom. Because it needed to be like what sells in Japan, which I like, I've been here for so long, but I do not understand mm. what Japanese people like. <laughs> Right. I don't understand it and I don't uh, like identify with it at all. <laughs> yeah. So it was very much, it became like, um, if you want to sell, you have to do like anime music in J pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, which, like, I do like a lot of pop and I'm never going to like say that a whole genre sucks, but I've never liked J pop. Mm-hmm. I-, I like some songs, of course, but. Um, like the whole, the general gist of it's like never been my thing. Mm. Um, but like we did have a really like good, like unique thing about the band is that like the melodies were Japanese and then the lyrics were in English. And then, yeah, right. you know, it's uh, I obviously I don't sing like a J-pop singer. Oh, yeah, not if I wanted to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I also didn't. so um, they so just like. I just had less and less creative freedom um, and it was like I didn't have any say in the melodies mm. and but I got to write the, write the lyrics because I'm the only one who speaks English so yeah. uh, but it had to adhere like exactly to the melody beat like no division like at all it all had exactly the same which is really hard to fit English lyrics into a melody like written for Japanese because like this is a lot more um uh it's i don't know it just like lends itself a lot more to lyrics because it's more like bendable i guess the words are easier to just like divide where you want to divide them 
while in English it's like um, you have intonations and stuff like that. And if you don't, within the right intonations, it just can sound really weird, right? Yeah, it's really, really difficult. And then this just like also started to kind of affect my life outside of the band because like when you're in the band, you're in there 24 seven. So like if you go to a bar, you get drunk and you make an ass out of yourself, then people <laughs> there are gonna know it, you know? And they're gonna write on Twitter and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, um, but like besides that, it's just like anywhere when, Anywhere I would go, like to Shibuya or like anywhere close to Shibuya, which is our main spot, or like Shinjuku, stuff like that. Um, like the band members would get angry if they found like a picture of me wearing something that they didn't like and things like that. It's just like I became so paranoid and like I still to this day have like a huge problem with Twitter in itself because I everything that I would post on Twitter would be really just policed a lot and I don't know like it just <laughs> it got very out of hand with that stuff like once the, a huge big deal because I had like a nose ring like a fake nose ring which I guess it's something that a lot of people think is ugly and uh, I posted a picture of that and there was like a huge thing where like the members were calling me and the manager were calling me and like everyone calling me and like this one fan on, on Twitter was like you know I just I don't want mean to be rude but I don't think it's pretty which is like fine I don't care they made me delete the picture and the result was that like that that fan felt really bad because he thought that he hurt my feelings so hard that I had to delete the picture it's just oh my god it was it's just so much and then once when I came to like a music video shoot with pink hair I got just cussed out so much and I'm like but I'm like but we're a rock band you know so like what's the big deal so like apparently I didn't catch the thing that we weren't a rock band anymore yeah it was it's a lot like that's not even all of it but yeah <laughs> it's a lot like the main mm, like one of the two main things is probably that like I didn't have get any creative input anymore because like okay I was writing the lyrics but um, after a while they started telling me what to write as well and when I would write something they would be like okay what's this song about and I try to explain it and they're like no you have to make it simpler it has to be like a, an easy concept that anyone can understand like you have to be describe it with one word and I'm like I'm not interested in writing lyrics like that mm -hmm. I, I don't understand why you know it's in English anyway like you know I'm just gonna <laughs> You know, and they also like started suggesting like maybe we should put in a Japanese singer as well because my Japanese pronunciation isn't good enough for recording, apparently. Wow. Um, and in order to sell more in Japan, you need to be singing in Japanese. Ah, really? Hmm. Yeah, apparently. So pro tip to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I didn't know like, that. Is to have like perfect pronunciation. It's actually wow. like our producer told us that like you know all of the like k-pop singers in who sing in japanese even though they're really really good most of that is like ghost recordings really because japanese people are not interested in listening to anyone with an accent even with like a yeah. slight little accent yeah 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 I... apparently yeah well i mean don't take my word for it but that's what he said yeah that's um it's the thing apparently which is you know fun when you listen to them singing english mm -hmm. but <laughs> 
So do you do you feel like you have more creative freedom with mm -hmm. um, the number zero band than you had with, you know, Salty Dog? Yeah, yeah. I have like complete basically. Apparently, I'm the boss, even though I never agreed to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I get to I get to make melodies for the first time in like a long, long time, which is really, really, really nice. Yeah. And I get to write about whatever I want. That's great. And, you know, sing however I want. Right. And uh, if we, like when we make a song, we try out the song and if we figure that the key doesn't fit my voice, they change the key, which you'd think would be normal. <laughs> mm. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really nice. It's just like, I feel I have a lot more, like I'm able to sing better now. Mm -hmm. Because like, yeah, like ironically with Salty Dog, the, the only thing that have made me really, really happy was playing the concerts. Like right. when we were on stage, even though I was nervous about the actual singing, like yeah, yeah. that was that was just like super fun because like then you can feel the love, you know, from people. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You feed off each other. Yeah. So like I get to do that. Only now I feel mm -hmm. like I can kind of give the better quality back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's just... um been like a really really good thing to like kind of build my self-esteem right. up again because like kind of like those guys are actually interested in like what i what i'm bringing so right i can understand that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i kind of i had a similar situation with my past band um yeah you know the at first we were all doing really good and we were we weren't as popular as salty dog you guys were extremely popular but yeah i can understand what you're saying like when one or two well one in my case members starts to try to take control of everything and it all just kind of falls apart from there it sucks because a band is you know it's hard to maintain but sometimes you just got to know when to walk That's, away yeah yeah that really sucks it's like you either have to like decide that you're gonna take it for like the sake of playing music but then or you know look for something better which is like eventually what i did but it was a very hard decision because like we worked so hard and we got so far you know uh so it's like quitting the band it doesn't mean giving up everything obviously because there will still be like people already like know who i am and stuff like that but still it's giving up a lot and it's also like letting down all of the other members like no matter what who did to me kind of it's like it's also their really hard work and like more than anything, it's the fans that like really, really supported us like so much. And the reason why I like I don't talk about it a lot, like especially not in Japanese, is because I don't want to ruin those people's memories of like the shows and like listening to the music and just like that making them feel really good. Because we had a lot of like high school students and like university student fans, so it was probably like you know a kind of nostalgic time for them when they get older so yeah it's like one of the big reasons why i don't talk about it all that much also salty dog are still scary <laughs> so, yeah, i saw that you know they're, they're yeah, still you know, you know god bless them they're still they're still popular and whatever out there yeah yeah i have a, a japanese singer now who's like a, she's probably like signed with some kind of like anime thing so she's not showing her face mm. so i'm like well that's perfect because first of all, now you get to just do J-pop. Mm -hmm. 
Second, the singer is basically a character, so like right, the, right, right. the leader of the band can just like decide everything that she does. Right. So it's, you know, it's exact perfect <laughs> for him. Like he got what he wanted, I got what I wanted. <sighs> yeah. I know you know, that's how I think about it. It's like yeah, we're yeah. both better off, probably. Yeah. Like, it was hard. End. It was hard when it was happening, but yeah, I think we're both much more happy now. <laughs> yeah. In the end, you gotta walk away sometimes when things just start to go that way. I think. So switching gears to just a little bit here, you you've been in Japan for a while, so I just wanted to know: Did you have any sort of like culture shock when you first? Ah, uh, I did. Yeah. Um, oh wow. Okay. It's kind of like you know you can you can prepare for everything and before you go to yeah. Japan like obviously you read everything about yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm like yeah I, I know about the bad things I know about the good things what I thought when I got here right. but like there's a lot of things that you just can't explain and <laughs> uh, people talk about which is like very much like the racism and the sexism mm. that was like my biggest that's still my, my biggest thing I mean now it's obviously not a shock anymore but Right. Um, yeah, like that was like what I wasn't ready for at all, for some reason. Uh, also, I wasn't ready for like just how incredibly like Inaka, like countryside, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Japan can get. Because <laughs> you think of Tokyo, right? So you're like, okay, awesome. Japan is like super uh, in the future, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's the image that I had. And like, first. I think two weeks we were in Tokyo and then we went out to Chiba and like it's not like Chiba city Chiba it's like shit town called rice fields like yeah. far as the eye can see yeah. <laughs> that's so true and I'm like I didn't like Norway is like basically the whole country is like generally countryside like even this mm -hmm. really tiny and, and kind of shitty but mm. like but like nothing on like this level of just like like just really i don't know <laughs> mm -hmm. countryside there's nothing like there's nothing there there's only like pachinko <laughs> yeah so you can either gamble or you can get drunk <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and you have to have a bicycle because or else you can't hey. get anywhere yeah for sure because yeah, uh, so like that was probably yeah that's the one of the first things. But also like, obviously like as someone coming from like Norway, it's a very diverse country. Uh, like you can like when you go to Norway, you can look at somebody and they can look white, black, Asian. Like you don't know they're probably all Norwegians. Right. No, you know. But when you come to Japan, it's like no, everyone knows that you are not Japanese. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And. Yeah, and also like coming from Norway, also looking the most like a native Norwegian basically as you <laughs> yeah, can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that was like something that I hadn't really even thought about that like... And at that time also, it's gonna sound like it was like literally a hundred years ago, but there were a lot less foreigners in Japan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even in Tokyo, I would say. So I just felt that I stuck out. Right. No matter what I did, where I was, I felt felt like people were like, looking at me and judging me like all of the time yeah mm -hmm. and i was that was in the beginning that was really really hard to deal with yeah 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 so now I'm I, yeah okay with that but yeah you mm. probably know some <laughs> feeling here <laughs> i mean you know yeah I, i've had my experiences too but uh you know i think it's gotten a lot oh, better okay. over time mm. 
it's a little better. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think with the Olympics and all that kind of stuff, they were they were trying to to make it more foreign yeah, friendly. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like it. Oh, look at foreigner, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But especially like out in in like whatever the fuck Chiba, you know. That's <laughs> we were like a group of I think ten Norwegians, mm -hmm. except that there were there was like one Canadian and one American person right. at the university. Those were the only mm -hmm. non-Asian people in like the entire, mm -hmm. and people were like staring and they were like waiting at us from the trains and stuff mm. like to some people that was awesome they're like hey we're celebrities to me i'm like now i just feel like a monkey in a cage yeah i understand oh, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was um that was the thing but i mean it's better now and also also i've gotten more used to it i'm like mm. in the beginning i tried like so hard like what can i do to just like look more japanese which is weird because i've always been like a person kind of weird like in norway it's always been like, no matter how hard I try, the mm -hmm. the way I dress is always weird for some reason. Like people look at you and you're, you know, taking weird right. comments and stuff. So I was kind of mm -hmm. used to that. And mm -hmm. then I like came here and it was just like a whole new kind of being judged, kind of. And uh, yeah, so in the beginning I tried really hard, like uh, just like wear more Japanese-ish clothes and just like chill down, you know, just fit in more but then I kind of realized that like no matter what you do you're never gonna look at you as Japanese or never gonna think that you're Japanese so you know get used to it <laughs> embrace it like be yourself like because they're in trying to do anything else right so we've talked a lot about the bad parts but is there a favorite part or favorite thing you have in Japan Ooh, my favorite thing about Japan is definitely the the band scene. <laughs> I like that answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. If it wasn't for the whole like band scene, I would not be in Japan anymore. Like I was very much getting over it. Like I was like, no, I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna go back to Japan at all. Yeah. When I was like still living in Chiba, um, doing all of that stuff, and yeah, we were doing Salty Dog, but it wasn't like it wasn't a like a serious thing at all at the time it was just now and again you know um to play a concert or something now and again and then i became friends like in tokyo i became friends with a band called roach from from okinawa and yeah um they that was also like still when there weren't a lot of foreigners like coming to their shows and stuff so they invited to the after party and just like kind of discovered like a whole new side of japan because until then I would, had only been with like university students who are like generally just like very very quote-unquote Japanese uh, just like I don't know they have all of their like weird systems they're just, like, just out of high school so they're all like very just trying to be correct about everything and I don't know it's just like weird <laughs> I know uh, and then like I just like met a bunch of people who were just like a lot more chill and I don't know just like more like everyone like they have tattoos they have like those have long hair and piercings and it wasn't a big you know and it's just like I just felt a lot more home and I'm like yeah I can like this <laughs> yeah because you know 
Japanese people and foreign people have very different tastes in, in things.、Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to tell like, what Japanese people like, what American people, what Norwegians, what Europeans like is all very different to each other.、Yeah. And if you start to try to play to that or something, it's hard because、yeah. you know, everyone has different、yeah. things and we all have different. Things with our own country and stuff like that. So it's interesting, though, I think, honestly. That's something that I've always found very interesting about living in a foreign country. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like people who understand like the things that you like. I feel like a lot of people, and that's like a, a thing about Japanese, Japanese people or like Japan in general, it's like a lot of people like they go through life without any passion for anything. So they、yeah. will like when they start、uh, high school or when they start university, what they do is like they choose a hobby. Like, this is the thing that I'm gonna do. But it's not like they, it's not because like they feel compelled to do it or anything, like, don't have a passion about it. Yeah. And like being surrounded by people like that, it's like, I mean, of course it's not their fault, <laughs> but, but I, I just like, I don't know how to talk to you <laughs> if you don't have a hobby or you don't have anything that you love to do. Right. Yeah, it's, it's very. Weird, and then also, like, then people don't understand your passion when they don't have it themselves. So, yeah, I was like, seriously, yeah, the, the band scene is like generally a thing, and like, there's a lot of bad things obviously in the band thing, band scene, but uh, but it's a lot of good things too. Like, there is, I'm, like, most of my friends are from there, and just you know, it's just a lot of fun, right?、So. Yeah, absolutely, I 100%、yeah. agree. So, for this last part, for this last section of the interview,、uh, I'm just going to ask you a simple question. And you just answer with a simple answer. And it's just to get to know your favorite things just a little bit more. It's kind of like a rapid fire round, I guess you can call it. How can I do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. All right. So, let's start. Favorite movie? That might be.、Kind of <laughs> Probably 28 Days Later. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I have a lot of favorite movies, but I、mm. think like, that's the, the one, the favorite of the favorites. That's a great movie. Yeah. All right. So, favorite album. That's probably hard too, but. Oh! <laughs> System of a Down by System of a Down. Oh, that's a great album. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like aging myself so hard. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, that's a fantastic <laughs> album. It is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And talking about bands that just don't get along with each other, that System of a Down is notorious for having、yeah. that problem, you know? Especially exactly, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's like, it make me, makes me think about it. But I also like to think that the problem with them is like they're both like too artistic.、Mm. And that's the thing. It's like they don't hate each other, they just like can't decide on <laughs> what to do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's sad. But a lot of very famous musicians. End up like, not being very good friends, right, but right, right, they right. still make good things together. Yeah. So, yeah. people can do that if they want, but that's just not for me, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, favorite song off of System of a Down? Can you pick one? Oh boy. What are the songs on that album? <laughs> I really, really love Sugar. Like, I've always、yeah. loved. I used to do like a cover of Sugar with my my high school band back、oh, in the day. Well, I mean, it's not the deepest song exactly, though. <laughs>、um, hmm. 
I haven't listened to it in a while. Mm. Yeah, I guess Sugar is the one that stands out the most. Yeah, it's a good song. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, next question. What's the last song you listened to? Oh, this is gonna be very embarrassing because, like, I'm just looking through uh, examples for music videos right now because I'm trying to convey an image to my DJ who's also gonna edit the music video. Mm -hmm. It's everything extremely literally, so like, I need images. So the last song I listened to was Genie in a Bottle by Christina Aguilera. Oh, that's a good song, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> so I like I'm not like I I I'm not gonna pretend that I don't I love Britney Spears. And Kesha, like we have mm. uh, we actually have one covered by Kesha, one covered by Britney Spears right now with uh, Zero. I just like I just like good songwriting, like good melodies, mm -hmm. catchy yeah. stuff. You know, um, yeah. don't li usually listen to Christina. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a good song. Yeah, I think it's by Max Martin, which is honestly. That's yeah, Martin. he's my favorite yeah. song writer, so... Mm. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of Max Martin, he could barely speak English when he made those, which makes it even more mm -hmm. kind of incredible, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's why that's why it's babe, like, hit me baby one more time, because like, he yeah. thought hit me meant like, hit me up. Mm. At least with, no, it just doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, so the next question might be kind of difficult, but what is yeah. your favorite food? If you could pick a favorite food, it might be hard. <laughs> Ooh, pizza or tacos? Yeah, those are good. Yeah, it's a it's a hard choice between <laughs> two junky things. <laughs> I just, yeah. just like junk food. Maybe yeah. say like French fries because it's easier, and I always just eat it. But I mean, mm. if I could choose between French fries and tacos, I would definitely have tacos. So understandable. Yeah, yeah I would say tacos. Nice. That's a good option. Okay, next question. Yeah, no, no, biggest, <laughs> biggest guilty pleasure. Oh wow, I have so many guilty pleasures. <laughs> like I mean, I just, I just admitted I really love Britney Spears. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't really feel guilty about that anymore. Because mm. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just gonna. I can't lie. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm hmm. 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 So hard because like I'm kind of like ironically okay with everything. I can I say drinking is that too dark? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, that's that. that makes total sense to me. Um, yeah. So I do love doing it, and I do feel like I should probably do it less. Uh huh. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, uh, alcoholism is very, um, it's very socially acceptable here. So, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like worry about it basically. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's so I would true. say yeah that or like probably something gross that i like to eat i'm just mm. like yeah. <laughs> fries with cheese stuff yeah like that. so yeah. next question after coronavirus where is the first place that you want to travel to when this all is kind of settled and done whenever that norway might be? <laughs> oh. <laughs> of course yeah. i can understand i was this year we actually had like huge plans of trying to get mm. the band yeah yeah we were getting in contact with places to play and like mm -hmm. the guys were looking into getting passports and everything oh. yeah and then nope <laughs> <laughs> yeah this year has been kind of a yeah i really just nonsense. like i want to go a lot of places <laughs> mm. but yeah i'm i'm really sad yeah. i wanted to like go to norway 
I guess yeah. this year, like see the mountains and everything that I yeah. did last summer, which is mm. amazing. And I really, really wanted to bring my band and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's totally understandable. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Right. So this has been a great interview, Inger, and I'm glad that we oh, talked thank today. You. So could you just one more time <laughs> kind of let people know about your band and where they could find all your music and stuff and how to all right uh yeah so the name of the band is uh, the number zero and uh our music is on it's on itunes it's on spotify uh you can find a lot of our stuff on uh, youtube we have two music videos at the moment we're working on another music video and we have like a few live videos nice. stuff like that and then we're also just like doing just like for fun videos yeah. and stuff nice. so people want to watch that it's it's good but like um if you search for it, you search, should search the number zero and then like a song name like Web of Truth is like the, our first music video. So then you'll find our channel or you'll find uh, our albums and stuff like that. Because the number zero is like not that very, it's not a very Googleable name. <laughs> you get a lot of other stuff up. So yeah. And also we're on Instagram, which is like the underscore number underscore zero underscore band i think mm. and twitter is like zero band and then the number zero like the actual like the number zero so zero band zero nice uh, all right yeah and all of it is supposed to be in japanese and english so mm. yes it's a lot of places to go <laughs> yes all right anger this has been thank great you. talking to you today so thank you so much we'll for see you on. maybe when uh when you come out of hiding <laughs> <laughs> yes of course i want to come out to see you guys yeah again that was my interview with inger from the number zero you can find them on instagram as well as spotify at the number zero i'm gonna leave you with one last song that is by the number zero web of truth thank you all for listening i hope to see you again next week
Força mais que 